Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This season, Live Score is the only place where you can watch every single UEFA Champions League game for free. That means more goals, more unforgettable drama, more end-to-end action. And whether you're watching on your phone or tablet or casting to your TV, the free Live Score app gives you even more ways to watch. Live Score, the new home of the UEFA Champions League. It's more than a score. Download now on the App Store or Google Play. This is a crowd podcast. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to 21st Century Football, a complete guide to football in the 21st century. The clue's in the title. My name's Will Brazier, and today we're talking about Jose Mourinho. Why? Because we can. Today, I'm joined by an elite panel of football experts, starting with a man that knows more about maths than me, because I got a C and he got a B or above. I actually got a degree in mathematics, uh, 0.3% off a 2-1 will, so please can you address me with a correct title, uh, Mathematics and Science, BSE, uh, Statman Dave. Statman Chains, back on the scene, if you're watching the YouTube video, cop a load of that, the ASOS links will be not in the description. Welcome Joe McGrath. How are we, okay? Um, and Joe... People will know your voice. Uh, you laugh at my jokes. Yeah, you know, you slip me a tenner every recording. Just say, just, you know, when I drop a little line or two, uh, laugh at me. Uh, and I do. I think I, I think I just do the perfect amount as well. I think until that point, people would have believed that you were sort of genuine in your laughter. But that's but not the case, the is it? now the secret is out, mate. The secret um, is out. Yeah, we're locked behind the curtain stuff today. Speaking of curtains, Dave, how's that new shirt of yours? Hey! <laughs> Let's go, For the audio baby! listeners, Dave looks like he's wearing a curtain. No, it is nice. That is stuck. You are look. You know. Yeah, yeah. Look, this relationship's really going to break soon. <laughs> First and foremost, we go, lads. We're going to go for some beers after the podcast. Oh, he's bringing it I've up. I've got my own friends. 
proper friends. Yeah, that hurts. And then bam, you talk about the curtains. Like this new bad man shirt isn't isn't a good thing. No, look, I, on a serious note, I'd just like to be clear. My statement on day's fashion is I do actually like it. But as we grow a friendship bond, you sort of have to take the mick out of certain elements. I've got a big nose, small eyes. That's free reign. I'm just big. Well, there you go. We sort of put it all on the table. Let's chat about what's on this table. Jose Mourinho. Oh, wow. Wow. First manager, Joe. Why? First manager? Yeah. What do you mean, first we, manager? We've just... we done Zinedine Zidane. Yeah, no. come on, get with it, Will. Okay, oh, let's talk about Jose Mourinho's Roy football Keane career. As well. in We've the 20th... done Roy Keane. Yeah, yeah. great manager. And no, and I said the, way, the way you play and manage Carlos Edwards was some of the best player management I've ever seen. But Jose Mourinho, strictly a manager. His career has been a roller coaster ride, mainly the Blackpool big one. You go up, you go up, you go up, you go up, you go up. You poo your pants at the top, then you come down. What are you like on roller coasters? Exactly, I would just mentioned. Do you like them? Yeah, I do like a roller coaster. Oh, he's like the oblivion. Up, up, up. You kind of stop. You halt a bit at Alton Towers, and then you just oh. go crashing into the floor. That, do you know that? Hold, hold on. What? what? He won two Champions Leagues. You go up, up, up. Yeah, that's up, what up. I'm saying. Your metaphor's wrong. It's a double dipper. Oh, it's a double dipper, right? Come on. My um, the f- my first ever roller coaster ride was on Oblivion. Really? Yeah, yeah. We went Whoa. for a work day out and I sort of got absolutely dragged on and I was on the front of Oblivion. Imagine that. I imagine you were scared out of your mind. You sound, you, you sound quivering. Jose Mourinho, obviously we've gone through the Wikipedia page. We've picked out the parts that, you know, sort of work best for us. And Dave, you're kicking things off. Jose Mourinho, born 26th of January 1963, is a Portuguese professional football manager and former player who most recently was the head coach of Premier League club Tottenham Hotspur. He's widely considered as one of the greatest managers of all time and one of the most decorated managers ever. Wow, Uh, I've got that. Jose Mourinho is one of five coaches to have won the European Cup with two clubs. Big, big news. Sorry, Joe. And I've got um, Jose has never done a backwards role. Really? Um, We normally chat about stats and quotes from a player, but instead, gentlemen... I want to ask a big question. Yes. And that big question is, has Jose lost it as a football manager? Will we ever see another successful Jose side? Obviously, comes as of recording, Jose sacked this week. Gone. Yeah, I think that's why we've done it. Um, because Jose Mourinho's gone from Tottenham. He's only been in charge for, what, 18 months? Yeah. Um, a manager who, like we've mentioned, has as the roller coaster ride. He, he he seems to inspire teams at the start of his career to get the best out of players, grind out results, and he's turned games around on its head. He's he's got unbelievable results against the best teams in the world. He's he's led so many different clubs to uh, Champions League finals, won the, the lot really. Um, but now there's been a slippery slope. It kind of started a bit with his second coming at Chelsea, even though he did do all right back at Chelsea, yeah, yeah. Premier League title. The United spell was interesting. Couple of games won, coming second in the league to Man City, which he says is one of his greatest, greatest achievements of all time. Uh, and then an awful third season. Uh, I can remember that well because I did something with the producer here of the show where he left me by myself in what was called a watch along to watch Manchester United get battered by Liverpool 3 1. Uh, and I was all by myself that day. Um, and that was just me watching United getting destroyed. And after that game, you'll remember Jose Mourinho got the sack from United. Um, do you remember that? That was the kind of game, that the final nail on the coffin. The 3-1 to Liverpool. Was it 3-1? Yeah. Yeah, it was 3-1. I deleted it from my memory, Joe. Uh, and then Spurs, you know, there was a documentary about it. 
Good watch. I don't know if you watched the Amazon All or Nothing. Have you watched it with Spurs? Yeah, I mean, that one was better. I actually spent a day at Tottenham's Lodge. Pardon? Uh, with some of his staff. And how was that? Um, yeah, it was good. I quite enjoyed it. You know, if I ever do get the chance to become a professional player and end up under his tutelage, I'll be happy about it. So, but has he, he, but he's lost it. He's clearly lost it. Mm, I don't know if he has. Dave? I think it suits... Um he suits a, t- a team that's maybe the underdog, and I think that's his big problem, that he hasn't been the underdog. Probably since Inter Milan, in terms of the clubs that he's managed, there's expectation at Chelsea, expectation at Real Madrid, expectation at Manchester United, expectation at Tottenham. This is the best squad they've ever had. They played their best football. They just got to a Champions League semi-final, uh, or final, should I say, um, and bottled it on that stage under Maurizio Pochettino, and he was the answer. Daniel Levy had a stinker and pushed it forward, but I think Jose deserves... You know, at least uh, another few shots at either international level football or a weaker team. I think the things that he did with Porto and with Inter Milan, we can't go past it. He is one of the greatest managers of all time. It's got to take into consideration as well. His Real Madrid team won La Liga when Pep Guardiola was still manager Mm -hmm. with Messi, with Xavi, with Iniesta. There's some big achievements in Jose Mourinho's career. And I think we move away from that by the water that's muddied by not only himself, but the British press have have attacked him, the, the... the attitude of Mourinho has probably changed over time as well, and he's not the most likable figure. Yeah, but I think when you get behind him, he was the happy one going into this. This that's club, what wasn't he it? said. Yeah, I'm the happy one now. Yeah, I think he was just getting a bit of a paycheck then, and a bit of a sacking, and, and you know he probably believed in himself. And I think the first few months at Spurs did work, but then obviously the players, by the by all reports, have fell out with him. And I think that was been Jose's point that he's not moved on his management style from those days of being as as being the underdog as. Having the the older players, should we say, Porto was obviously different, new up-and-coming manager, enthusiasm, yeah. methodology, they're going to back him. Inter Milan was different. He had all these players that were the back end of their career and this was their time. They had to do it Mourinho's way or that was it. And they did something incredible. They won the treble. Mm-hmm. First time in, in, what, 40-odd years for Inter Milan? Yeah, yeah, And that yeah. team was amazing. That was a very, very good team. One of the best defensive teams that won the Champions League. So as much as Jose may have dropped off in what he's doing, I think... Would he have picked all these clubs? What suits Jose? What would you say his perfect next job is? I think he could have been fine with PSG, pre Poch going over there. Yeah. And that would have been adaptable for them. They played pretty poor football previously under Tuchel compared to what Tuchel's done previously. Same with Pochettino. There's not much Pochettino side in that. Neymar and Mbappe on the counter attack. I think Mourinho would, would allow them to do that and defensively would build a block behind that and it'd work. But I think the, the interesting side, I think the slide and the start of the decline for Jose was Real Madrid's. Uh, lust for La Decima that's why he left Ooh, I really liked the way you said lust for La um, Decima you know you consider that La, nice. that La Liga Real Madrid team was is the top scoring team of all time in Liga Unbelievable. history Ronaldo Di Maria Benzema Higuain Meza Ozil and his absolute pomp the, the peak of El Clasicos as well wasn't it yeah. some of those El Clasicos were unbelievable and do you remember he used to always kick off as well because he used to stir the pot big time, didn't he? Did he get poked in the eye? Or did he poke no? He poked someone in the eye. Didn't he? Absolutely brilliant. Do you remember the, the, the where he kind of goes up behind the someone, flicks the rear, walks away, chaos, bang, roof I mean, goes that's up. Just great if you can cause that amount of chaos with one flick. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's sensational. But I think it, it's that that level of is he finished now? I don't think so. No. I think if I were Joe's it's Portuguese day, he's not finished. Hey, <laughs> right, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, the <laughs> Football Book Club, and I'll see you later. Oh. I'd say international management's got to be what Joe's should target next because he'd clean up in that. That's a, Would a fixed tournament. England manager. Small games. It's going to work well for him. And I think that's if, if I were advising Jose, Jose's obviously going to listen to the podcast. You know, go for <laughs> Portugal. 
Go for you know a, a nation that needs results and do that, and it would be successful. Portugal, I feel like have reached their peak though. That I mean, Edair. Yeah, Euro 2016. How'd you get better than that? That's oh, an awful team. Like, let's not forget that was an awful team. They were born yeah, but who cares? If, if, if England I mean. won the Euros, that, that's why Jose Mourinho will be a super successful manager. What, he's international? Gonna he's just going to win it. I think it, just on uh, is he a failure? Not a failure now, but is it sort of that was that last his big job like that Spurs one? I feel, feel like the way it was sort of set up for him and the way that the, the managers that they've gone through, he was supposed to be the one that was getting them this cup success. Yeah, but he's. They've, they've probably gone back a year. Well, which, which, let's not forget which he could have. He's approaching at the time of recording a cup final. Yeah. Against a team which he has obviously success over. He can beat a Pep Guardiola side. He, he's shown that time and time again. He was going to go into a cup final just before being sacked against that City side. Just been knocked out of the FA Cup. You know, they've got a big Champions League game. Could he have rocked the boat even more there? I don't know. The timing of it is so. Bizarre. We don't know much about it on recording. But it, it comes yeah. off the back of getting knocked out of the Europa League by Dynamo Zagreb. I think that yeah. should have been the moment where they sack him. That's not good enough, full stop. Like The talent Spurs have got, and they shouldn't be getting knocked out by Dynamo Zagreb. As much as Dynamo Zagreb have massively improved as a football inside, and Orsic is an unbelievable footballer that likes to bang hat-tricks on the European stage, still, you, you shouldn't be losing to that side, first and foremost. And they should have sacked him then if they were going to sack him. And I think that's been Jose's almost... You know, the background of Jose Mourinho, you think about oh, Manchester United, the backing, did he get the backing? Did he get the players he wanted? Mm-hmm. Nope. Chelsea, last few seasons, did he get the backing? Nope. Spurs, did he get the backing? Probably not. And that's it. If you go with Jose, you have to do what he wants to do. You have to buy these old players that are going to be good for a year or two and you're going to go with it. But you've got to go in there knowing that that's the case. You've got to go in knowing that you may have one, two, three years of success. Yeah. Then it's all going to blow up and then you move on. But, but with with Daniel Levy, like, what is he doing? He's gone from Pochettino, one of the most progressive managers in football and tactics and style and philosophy, to Jose Mourinho, which is on the polar opposite. But that's what I mean. I think he's like sold that long term vision for that short term success, and he hasn't got it. But then you've got to look at Daniel Levy who's being an idiot. Like you go, you 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 go for you go for like what Jose's done recently. The football's not been great. You know that. But you have to have certain like if you employ Mourinho, you know what you're going to get. And it's naive for Daniel Levy to come out and say, "Oh, you know, it was a bad appointment." Yeah, I may, I, you know, it's it's not good enough because you know what Jose is going to give you. There's a track record there. It's it's an explosion. It's fun. It yeah. goes up. It but goes down. And that is Mourinho. Just on the players, though, I think it's been quite telling. And maybe this is taken with a pinch of salt, but the amount of players that have sort of posted nice things about him post sacking, which I think a lot of people think, you know, he lost the dressing room. The players have gone to Levy. But, you know, I'm thinking, I, do, I just think it's a big bust up between him and Levy about who knows what. Right, I think we've covered the sacking, you know, let's bring it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Jose Mourinho has had some fantastic moments over the years, some iconic moments. I'll kick things off if I can, gents. Go for it. Um, running down the uh, side of the pitch at Old Trafford. Oh, why did you have to pick that one? Anyone? Dave? Porto? It was this Knocking joker. Who does he think he is? But, I mean, On Sir was... Alex Ferguson's pitch, and he's giving it the biggie after a, <laughs> after a dodgy goal, a deflected free kick. Yeah, yeah, do one, Jose. That was my first thoughts about Jose. Back off, all right? <laughs> Fergie's going to deck you. Have you ever heard of a Glaswegian kiss, wow. Jose? Because it's time. Oh, but that oh, was man. like, I mean, that's, you know, me and my pump. That's ITV 
Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights. It's prime TV time. Good shout out for you, don't they? Champions League football. Who's this Jose Mourinho fella? This Porto team. I'm gonna have a little look around. Pre spreadsheets. Pre Google. You know spreadsheets were, were invented. Pre Google. Uh, Pre computers. Before 2004. Yeah, was I was there with my typewriter bashing out his name, and I'm thinking, who is this geezer? Who's this young fella? Great head of hair. Translator is he? Wow. Who's Deco? Carvalho. Pereira. Wow, exciting guys, am I right? Yeah, I'm all right, yeah, yeah, all right, that's a good one. Um, uh, but no, it was, that was the sort of what introduced him and Porto, well, mainly him, to the world stage, wasn't it? Yeah, that swagger about him as well, didn't he? He had that, like, sort of, like uh, Dave said there, that underdog going to Old Trafford, uh, going against, you know, his, what you might say is the master, against the apprentice. He is Jose Mourinho, he's got his own philosophy now, he's got his own style of play, and he takes out Sir Alex Ferguson's team, and it was, and he just wanted to rub it in. He no, just wanted scoped to. Him. Yeah, he did. He just wants to make him the character, which is maybe his downfall in a lot of these things, where he's the star of the show in a team or a squad full of so many players. He has to be the the cream of the crop. But I think that can be good as well, because especially maybe when times aren't going bad or there's sort of like other things that are going on, he can he can take that heat as well. So I do think there's a positive to it. Yeah, I've not seen much of that recently. No, not recently. I think yeah, recent times. So that's the, your most iconic moment. The wins. Well, I think that was the, maybe that maybe that's the first and iconic moment. What about yourself? I'm going to go with, and it kind of is probably one of the most memorable press conferences of all time. The special one. Welcome to England. Arrive, arrives at Chelsea. We didn't know the storm that was going to come, knocking Charles Ferguson off his perch for a bit, winning two back-to-back titles. If I'm correct, he did not cl- knocking off a perch, Joe. That's not you know 19 league <laughs> titles, 20 league titles, 21 league titles. He's come on, stirring Joe. the pot. Anyway, he comes on. Uh, I remember it. I was only a child. What was I? 10, 11, 12. One of them. Um, and it was just this this enigma, just, just making big, bold statements. And that phrase, the special one, just sticks. And, and it's everywhere. It's folding him around his whole career. He knew what he was doing. He knew he was creating a moment. You know, it, he's doing still betting company adverts now, still mentioning it. It was such an iconic moment. And it was just a press conference before the season even started. He'd go on to build a team who would win the Premier League, who would not have European success as much, but... Could you know stop a Manchester United team? Stop a Manchester United manager who's who's one of the best of all time, and and he'd just make his mark, and he so he backed himself, and he did. He completed it. He, he was the special one. And I think at that time as well, it felt and I know nostalgia sort of taints things in your mind, but it sort of feels looking back on that period that everything he said he backed up, and anything that he said was effective, and anything that he said just worked for him. Well, I think the the, the big thing that we got to talk about is the evolution of the Premier League and Jose Mourinho's tactics was a massive side of that before Jose Mourinho 4-4-2 versus 4-4-2 maybe one strike would drop off into midfield maybe you see a 3-5-2 once in a while but Jose brought the three-man midfield and whether you know some people think it was boring it was a massive evolution of, of football Makaleli the Makaleli role was born by Jose Mourinho at Chelsea consider the the pace the, the counter-attacking potential that side had with Ian Robin uh, on one flank and Damien Duff on the other flank it was a joy to watch they were a really really good side what about Damien Duff and I think prime Duff that's as well a, that's a level where we look at the Premier League success from that point, from 2004 to probably 2013, Jose Mourinho started that three-man midfield tactical evolution of the Premier League that Fergie cop- copied, that Wenger copied, that you could look at a bit of Rafa Benitez, similar ilk, you know, different system, different setup, but that kind of control and controlling element, that was Mourinho. And he didn't do that at Porto. At Porto was a diamond, different, still a very good team, you know, players you reeled off before. It was Ferreira, not Pereira, William. I don't think, no, I don't think, I Come think on. Pereira is an academy player. Deco, though. 
Um, and I think the big side of that is just looking at that lineup for the, the obviously the Porto event was, was unbelievable. Was Benny McCarthy the striker in that team? Benny McCarthy was up front. Uh, you had Carlos Alberto as well. Uh, Mancini, Costina, uh, Pedro Mendes. Wow. Uh, Ferreira, Carvalho, Costa. Uh, but the interesting one that jumped out when I was looking at the lineups. Nuno Espirito Santo was on the bench. No way. And you look at what Nuno Espirito Santo, so the, the, the methodology they use is called tactical periodization, where they basically... Oh, what's that? Uh, they Sounds train sexy, a week within the week, up into the week, tactically, how it's going to go. All the sessions are planned for a certain event, certain thing that they want to do in the game. Um, and obviously, with Nuno Espirito Santo, he's taken the same philosophy as Jose Mourinho. And it's an interesting one that he was on the bench then in 2003, and now he's in the Premier League. But but more than that, obviously, we talk about the Premier League, Jose Mourinho's impact, not only the the spark that he threw in there. I think when you look at Wenger and you look at Fergie, they got better because of Mourinho. The standard of the Premier League got better because of Mourinho. The, the money, obviously, that came in with Abramovich changed things. But they had a very, very good manager there that, that did move forward and did grow a team around that. You know, Lampard's goal-scoring form comes from Jose Mourinho. Didier Drogba becomes a player because of Jose Mourinho. Do you think Wenger got better? Absolutely. What did he win? More control. The team was good. Again, like looking back, on football, looking, looking back on football as, as what you've won is a travesty because we don't remember that. We remember the style. For example, Pochettino at Spurs. What are you on about? Okay, on. Let him carry on. This is carry podcast on. Okay. about but best, what, best teams in European football in recent years. Ajax. Porto. Dortmund. Monaco. Did they go on to win the Champions League? No, but no. I don't necessarily... But they were fun. And they were a good team. And they were a good style. You love fun, you. Mourinho's not that same manager. He's more of a winner. And he proved that at Porto, at Chelsea, at Inter Milan. Like that Inter Milan team at the, se- at the start of the season, they just lost Latan Ibrahimovic. They were getting written off by yeah, everybody. Yeah, but back to your previous point, though. <laughs> I think that is, that's almost, that, that's true to a point. That's still, they're almost like the supporting acts of that year. Do you know what I mean? But then that's why football is such a joy. That, no, that is part of why that it's a joy. That is the underdog story. Yes, that is that part of it. That we are about it. to assassinate. We're about to get a pistol out and shoot it in the head. But you were talking about Jose Mourinho being the pretender. And then you, what did you first list off? Alex Ferguson's achievements, his successes. And for you, surely that's greater than the style of play. Alex Ferguson's achievements? Yeah. Didn't touch on Fergie's achievements, but he won 13 Premier League titles. Two no, European but that's what you're saying when you were talking about Fergie and Mourinho. You, like, that's, you went no, no, I was saying the league got better because of Jose. No, no, I mean at the very start. <laughs> at the well, start. We need to rewind oh, the podcast. Re- 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 listen to the podcast. Oh, you said it, man. You know, what I'm saying is, surely you want trophies over style. No, it depends on what you want. Oh, don't say that. Depends on what you want. I want trophies. Trophies. Well, then Jose Mourinho is your man. Well... This is the only team he's managed to. No, but I'm saying, what do trophy. you want? Style, substance. So you'd give back. Trophies. You'd give back the treble <laughs> for a nice glossy team. No, because the the treble was a very very good team. That's what we, it's not disjoint. Yeah, but you saying it is because the teams that you labelled there were teams that hadn't won Dortmund, Ajax. Dortmund Monaco. won the Bundesliga multiple times. That Monaco team beat PSG and won the league. Yeah, but and Ajax <laughs> won the Eredivisie. So they all won trophies. We're talking, we're talking, champ, we're talking Champions League. You remember those teams because of what they did in the Fondly, Champions League. Because they're playing against... So you're saying the, you'd rather have your team have a nice, fun tournament and not win it than some team have a disjointed tournament and win it. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that most teams, because one team can win the Champions League out of 32 teams in the current format, <laughs> one team can win it. I'd rather my team got to the semi-final in a squash-buckling style, a la Oof. 99 United, than 
creep through a tournament and get knocked out in the semis playing a dodgy style. What about England? I don't care about England. <laughs> You're listening to 21st Century Football. We're just going to take a little break and then we'll be back. Hello. Um, hello there. What voice do you want me to do? We will do a little bit. I'll just do my voice. Do I? your voice. Yeah, thanks. Hello. I'm Joe Marler. People think I hate people, but I don't. <laughs> I actually love interaction with people. I love finding out what jobs they do and whether I could do what they do. The Joe Marler Show. Joe Marler Show. With new episodes every Wednesday. This season, Live Score is the only place where you can watch every single UEFA Champions League game for free. That means more goals, more unforgettable drama, more end-to-end action. And whether you're watching on your phone or tablet or casting to your TV, the free Live Score app gives you even more ways to watch. Live Score, the new home of the UEFA Champions League. It's more than a score. Download now on the App Store or Google Play. These all-star Real Housewives are causing all-out chaos. The party now! Brand new series, The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, is now streaming. And it's only on HeyU. Try for free at HeyU.com. Only €5.99 per month after 30 days on that's cancelled. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I've got a question for you. Go on. We're having a tournament. Uh, the the rich of the rich have got some have managed to figure out a way right they do don't they to get the Jose Mourinho teams of the past to compete oh like this Chelsea team Porto team so the Chelsea in his first year Porto I go into Milan as well the Real Madrid side has to be in there as well and that's kind of it really would you you'd, you don't put in the United team here what the Europa League with Europa with United team. What are you disrespecting there? Them Man four. United won the Europa League with Zlatan Ibrahimovic out injured. Santetien blows his knee. Oh, oh, he finishes the tournament playing Marouane Fellaini as a tenor, Marcus Rashford as a striker, and they win it. Right, it's unfortunately, incredible. I can only let four team. in. Uh, so to go to sorry to go back to Dave's point, I think in terms of that Man United team, yeah. I would rather the style than the, the trophies that Mourinho won, and that specific. Example, Joe. Back to you. Right. So, what is it? Who, who rank them? Will um, number one coming out in for me is Inter Milan, just because uh, Melito uh, that night at the New Camp when he was giving oh, it yeah. the absolute big cheese. And you know what really annoys me at that bit? He was doing it to the away fans, and I think it was like PK's trying to climb him down. Yeah, He's the like goalkeeper was. As yeah, well. yeah. He was like, He's just qualified for the Champions League at the New Camp by doing a defensive masterclass. Do not put your hands. On Jose, please. And that's where Barcelona put the away fans right at the top. So why, so why are they annoyed by it? Why is the Barcelona well, yeah, players annoyed by it? Because they thought they were going to win, didn't they? <laughs> Carry on. Then I'd probably go... I think I actually think I'm going to put the Madrid team at the bottom just because in terms of expectation, he was probably meant to do the most with that. Okay. Um, wow. Then I'll go... So I'll go... What is it? Inter Milan, Porto... Inter Milan. Yeah. Chelsea, Porto, Madrid. Oh, wow. Mad. Uh, Dave... Rank them. And then four. Inter Milan, Porto, Chelsea, Madrid. You just put Cristiano Ronaldo, Mesut Ozil, <laughs> Di Maria at the bottom. Well, I, think we've, I think in terms of ranking, they Cristiano are. Ronaldo. They're, they are angry with you, Will. They're waiting Will. outside. They are waiting outside. Um, they actually drew, They lost 1-0 away at Barcelona in the semi. Did they? Yeah, they won the home leg. They won the home leg 3-1. I watched it the other day. 
Yeah. Well, just in preparation for this, a three-one masterclass at home against Barcelona. Then it was one-nil. But PK scored an unbelievable goal. By the way, PK scored an unbelievable goal. Turned the uh, defender bang, but only in the eighth-fourth minute. Giving him cho- six he minutes. He chopped him up front, didn't he? Right. At the end. Yes. Giving yeah. him six minutes to score. Didn't do it. Mourinho celebrates. Great, great game. Go on, Dave. But um, no, I think in terms of this is a knockout, right? And we're putting these teams in the peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on, we're playing 2011-12 at Real Madrid. Yeah. The most goals in a league a season, as I previously mentioned. Ronaldo, Higuain, Benzema. Yeah, but I think if I was managing at that time, that Real Madrid time, I'd have probably got about 100. <laughs> that would I mean, be style, that. Oh, Ronaldo, give the ball to Ronaldo. So that, that season as well, <laughs> that season they, they, they bullied Barcelona in the Clascos. That's the one though, isn't it? They, they found a way to stop them. Which well, they're number one then? I think. No, I don't think they're number one. I think... It's unbelievable. If we're playing each other, I think Chelsea... Bottom. What? That's the. That's I think the, Porto's. That's the hashtag. Third. Red agenda. Right. Uh, I think Real Madrid for a second, and then Inter Milan top. Do you know what? That's all right. I can believe him in that. Because they agreed the, on something there. The Inter Milan team was was unbelievable, and I think the one thing that we got to you know remember is they played different in the Champions League than they did in Syria. Have you got it there? They played a is. diamond. Yeah. In Syria. For most times, they played Wesley Schneider as a 10 behind two strikers. Oh, because that was the trend in Serie A at that point. That was how to win Serie A, is he had to play that system. It was 3-5-2s, it was diamonds, that's what it was. And then the Champions League, it was a different approach. You know, they had the, the strikers defend. Yeah. Gordon Pandev, Etu, uh, you know, players that on, you wouldn't no, expect Talk dirty to, me. to be, you know, sitting in those positions and, and doing the dogged yards. Cordoba. And Ivan Cordoba, um, I think he was <laughs> on the bench, yeah, for the final. Yeah. But in terms Remember of that, that team, you, we, Mycon was unbelievable. Mycon! Yes. And Jose Mourinho built, built that system where he had Cambiasso, Zanetti holding in midfield. Yes. Zanetti would defend that area oh, that Mycon yes. would vacate and again. He's a DJ now, isn't he? And then you had the main man, Wesley Schneider, that should have won the Ballon d'Or that year. Yeah. Should have won the Ballon d'Or. The Don't man. I didn't win the Ballon d'Or that the year. Schneider, the, the man who has been linked to United more than any other player, I think. Really? We were always going to get him. Throughout my United. Time since he arrived on the stage, but that was after he'd hit his peak in 09. If you know, we didn't talk about Ronaldinho, it felt like Schneider was at the peak for like one or two years, yeah, and then had a maybe a big one. drop off, yeah. maybe even one. <laughs> but that, that one, year, yeah. unplayable, yeah, the best 10 in the world, so true, goal scoring, creating. Um, and I think it, that the blend with him and the three forwards worked because he carried that, that attacking side. There was him and Mycon were the only players that are going to create anything in that side, the rest was very Italian. Chivu at left back, centre half by trade. Um, what a Samuel Lucio! You know, it was it what was the perfect Mourinho team, and that's what I say when I when I said before about the profile of players that you need for Jose. Yeah. The, Probably back end of their career, want to win something mm-hmm. that have had previous quality yeah. that you can get them back up to that level. Well, I know where his next job is. Then he's coming to the Blues. Hey. <laughs> Um, speaking of firing, let's fire out some rankings. Uh, we've got three categories: drinking, playing football. I think the by the way, I think the playing football would be managing football, managing your five aside team. Just to keep him on the uh, on a good level. I've seen him playing goal football. in a couple of charity matches, and he's got yeah, reflexes he's like a cat. Yeah, I reckon he plays in, in goal, but he manages Small as well. Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, player manager, um, goalkeeper manager. What are you going for, Joe? Would you like to go for a drink with Jose? Of course, I would. Yep. One man, the stories, the tales, the chat about his past, the teams, the best players he's played with, the drama behind the scenes, what were the owners really like, Ooh. did he get the money to spend on the correct players, ah. blah, 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 we're going, uh, get lovely cocktails, maybe a picture, nice. slug and lettuce, two for one, nice. sponsor the pod, 
Um, and then we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna paint the town uh, red, I guess. Wow, so, nice. Uh, um, great, great fun. Yeah. Nine out of ten. Nine, nice, nice, strong start, stat man. Yeah, no, I think Jose's a man of fine wine and fine food, which is my type of guy. Yeah. Um, there's many stories that you'd speak about Porto. Interesting. How did he do that? How did he get those players to, to believe? Different nights out, I'm sensing. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're probably more having a, a general... I'm going to have my top like, this off isn't, by This 10. isn't Neymar in Paris. This isn't leaving Neymar at the door of one of the super clubs and going to have an absolute worldie myself. This is yeah. me and Josie, one-on-one, the truth. Fighting? All right. <laughs> Podcast, YouTube series, let's no, get it. No, 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 no. the big no, question no, I ask, no, no. <laughs> how with him? did he turn Diego Melito into the baddest of bagsmans yeah. in Syria history? Nice. How so, did he do it? I don't know. What would you that's, give him? The, 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 the goal he scored against Bayern Munich was just unbelievable. What would you give me? When you talk about pump, pumping balls into channels and strikers chasing, everyone raves about Jamie Vardy. They should be talking about Diego Melito. Yes, please. And yeah, no, he wasn't as quick as Jamie Vardy. Yeah, he didn't drink Vimto and all the WKD before a game and Port or whatever, but he was a bagsman. Melito episode coming soon, Dave. So, what are we talking about for a rating for Jose Mourinho? I reckon I have a great time. I reckon a 10. 10. Fine big wow. tens from Dave. Fine dining. Wait, look, we wouldn't mess about. We're going to Michelin star restaurants Ooh. in London. No one's Portuguese question. Michelin star No one's questioning you, mess about. Uh, I'm going to go for a nine. Um, managing your five aside team. Would he overmanage it? Would he tinker? That's the thing you've got to think about. Would it, he yeah. let you be expressive? I think he's having a go at me a lot because I'm bad. Yeah. Can I be bothered with Mourinho having a go at me a lot? Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Uh, I, I I show my workings. You know, yeah, I want yeah. to graft. I'm going to go with an eight out of ten. Nice like that. What's that man? I reckon it'd be twofold. I reckon pre-game would be great. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. It's the plan. This is how we're going to get organised. Mm-hmm. You have to remember that you know Josie, we're, we're playing five aside, not eleven aside. You yep. can tinker a few things here and there, give me a little bit of advice. Yeah. Um, Josie's obviously playing behind me in the sticks. I think positionally, probably get caught out a few times. Josie is going to be fuming. Yeah. We probably lose the final of the tournament. Where am I um, playing? We got to the where, final, and that's where Josie really throws the, Puts a low the block toys on. out of the pram, and there's a punch up, and it doesn't end very well. So you're so going for? I'm going to go for a six. Six. Okay. I, think it'll, I think it'll start really well, but Josie would get fuming. Yeah. I think he's, he hasn't got the patience right now. Daniel Levy's ruined it for me. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. go for a seven just because, you know me, guys, you've seen me out there. I'm like I'm like a wild horse. I like to be free. I'm very expressive. But you've got similar... But I can't be tamed. You've got I physical attributes of a, of a Diego Melito. Do you not think he can, he can finally turn those two left feet into two good ones? <gasps> I'm not going to respond to that absolute yeah, callous absolutely. attack on my How footballing ability. Um, iconic... Moments, memories, what are we going well, for? Well, you know, if we do the classic uh, Dave tactics where you kind of take a point off for everything, he's not won, won the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not, he's basically not won anything international yet and he's not managing the international team. I think if he does, maybe he does get some silverware under his belt. But I can't judge on it that yet, so I'm going to give him a 9 out of 10. I will chip in just to get things rolled in here. Yeah. I am going to go for an 8. Do you want to show your workings in any way? Or? Um... I think if I was doing managers, I'd give Ferguson a 10. Pepper 9. Pepper 9. Jose an 8. Well, you mentioned the he hasn't won the Ballon d'Or, uh, but he's won the world's best coach. Yep. I give times. him a 9. I give him a 9. Um, Four times. Champions League twice. Yep. He's won La Liga, Syria, Premier League. Yep. Just on a full podcast. League Nos. Mentioned. The what? Portuguese the, the Premier League. Oh, right, Liga in Portugal. 
I think he's he's won pretty much everything that you can be as a manager, yep. bar international. Got that. So what? I just think one minus point off for that. Nine. And he wins the World Cup with Porto. Then a ten. Porto. <laughs> with Portugal. That would be some achievement. Um, that's a ten. So, so what is it, a nine? It's a nine. It's got to be a nine. <laughs> Jose Mourinho is one of the most decorated managers of all time. Okay, Scores 75. Wow, well done. That's high, that is. Very high. for our fi- Well, not for our first manager. Uh, don't think he's ranked higher than Roy Keane, though. So that says it all, really, doesn't it? Gents, that was our Jose Mourinho Woo! episode. Uh, thank you very much for listening. If you have been listening, if you haven't, you probably wouldn't have got to this part of the show. That is another 21st century footballer we have ranked. If you'd like to listen to another podcast, please search for the Football Book Club. He's technically a manager. Well, that's fine. You know, he's what he wants we to be. We spoke about him for like 20 minutes, mate. How do you not know he's just a manager, Will? I will smack the shit into you. <laughs> probably fall over your two left feet. If you'd like to listen to another podcast, please search for the Football Book Club, where if they're looking for a host, I'll happily go across. A club where instead of reviewing great literature, they'll review football. Football autobiographies like Steven Gerrard's My Autobiography. Yeah, it's so Steven true. Steven Gerrard's My Premier League Win. It sound right, boy. Crowd Network, a place where you belong. This season, Live Score is the only place where you can watch every single UEFA Champions League game for free. That means more goals, more unforgettable drama, more end-to-end action. And whether you're watching on your phone or tablet or casting to your TV, the free LiveScore app gives you even more ways to watch. LiveScore, the new home of the UEFA Champions League. It's more than a score. Download now on the App Store or Google Play. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.